15 minutes. Before you know it, we hit another hour off of one topic. <laughs> but those are the good things. So we're talking about today. Since we're going to freestyle, since we don't have no bullet points, Cody did bring one topic to the table. Oh, man, let's just talk about overall life, man. Okay. How's life been treating you guys overall, man? I'll let Cody go first. Oh, man, I've been all right, man. You know, just trying to get back in our house. Seven months later. Seven months later, bro. I'm still we're patrolling close. these streets. Yeah, you know, I don't patrol like I used to, but yeah. Right. Talking like OG. <laughs> <All right. laughs> well, I don't mean, patrol like I used to. Well, I mean, it's not my primary function. Yeah. You know. Yeah. A lot less stressful? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, no. You know. To this bomb threats and shit at school. Right, right. That's when it gets a little. And I don't think, I, and you could probably clarify that, I don't think that's the stressful part. It's the, the parents and everything after the fact that that happened. That's probably the stressful. Yeah, well, part. yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's the, you know. After something like that happens, you have, you know, 100, 200 parents trying to check their kid out of school yep. after everything's already. Social media. Yeah. Hey, but it, it's, I mean, you I, don't I, want to be that parent. I understand Trust it. I do. Because I'd have been at the school 100 times. Every time something happened, I'd be like, hey, you heard this? I'm like, no. But you think you could. Well, I'm not going to go to the school and patrol it. I go get the turn out of school, though. Right. You know, but I'm not about to go walk to the office and say, hey, what happened, y'all? No, so I didn't been in that mass world to check oh, yeah. out kids twice myself. I don't. I see. I, I can't. I don't put myself there. I uh, think I just. It's it. You 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 adding to the to the chaos. You know, like let it get figured out. It, it, it's kind of like you know, with the storm situation. I used to drive me crazy. Like last couple of years, every time we hit, oh. Yeah, bad weather coming through at two o'clock when the kids are on the bus. All right. Keep my school an extra thirty minutes what? and then roll through it once. Like, I don't understand like why we start sending kids home and having to do these mass checkouts because at noon we're gonna get some bad weather coming through. Like, we stayed at school for bad weather. Yeah, oh, yeah. we like, did. <laughs> we did. I ain't gonna lie, but I ain't checked my kid out over no bad. No, no, no weather. I we get just that, but I'm just saying little things. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm right. I know not I'm not pairing right, right? but I'm just saying like but things I'm, like that. It's we we just really quick to go like. Well, I, I think I think partial of that is, you know, you don't want to be that parent that left your kid at school, you know, mm-hmm. if something pops off. Yeah, no, I get know, that. And I, and I think that's what a lot of All that right. is. So I, I understand it. And look. It's more at, safe than sorry. Right. And, and look, at that point, once everything's done and, and parents are checking their kids out, uh, uh, it, that that's more stressful in the school administration because you have that many checkouts going on, you know, all at once. So, right. you know, it gets busy for them. Um, my guys are just there making sure none of them parents get irate, and, right? You know that, that's which you typically don't have. So that that's not, I guess, stressful for 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 us, you know, as much as it is for the school. I, I just yeah, so I see all these parents going on social media, especially like the last thing that, that happened. And everybody was like, "Oh, why they didn't call the parents?" And we sat out here for an hour to check out our kids. Like, what what you think they were trying to do? You know, their number one interest is to protect your children. Yeah, right. Like, what are y'all freaking out for? Because they won't answer the phone or they won't, like, they got a little bit bigger things on their hands right, right. now. Like, well, there's only five people in the office. There's only, what, two police on scene, like, before. And, and they probably got ten substitute teachers in the whole building. And, and that one person is not by themselves trying to call. Oh, office. exactly. You know, it's, it's, it's a hundred different people. Yeah, yeah, right. So that phone might be ringing, but. And can't we'll be asked. one person at a time. You know? <laughs> I mean, it just it is what it is. Yeah, it's just it's 
crazy. But I mean, that's people. Our society is getting to a point to where it's it's not just like young people nowadays. It's instant answers, instant gratification. It, everything has to happen now, like regardless of what it is. You know, like even when we do like you know lending now, it's people think because like there's companies that you can literally go to any online. There's a whole bunch of just online lenders. And you get approved and you get your money in 15 or 20 minutes, like direct deposit in your checking account. Everything checks out. You know, like, you know, they expect that same thing from in office people. And it's right. like, we, we can't, can't operate that right, way. I mean, right. we try to be as quick as possible, but we, we don't have, you know, we don't have the assembly line of. Um, yeah. <laughs> you, probably, you probably also don't have the, the amount of, you know, disposable funds oh. that, that these, these national companies have. Yeah, right. no, it gets crazy, man. I mean, we even do commercial lending now and we're. We've teamed up with, with a platform um, of lenders, and it's the same way. There's still a couple of days. But, I mean, you know, for, for bigger loans. But um, And I even look at that going, how do you, like, it's insane. You know, but, we I get mean, banks. Like, we had a local bank refer a customer to us in Hammond, um, $250,000 loan. Bank referred them to and said, look, we got her approved, but it's going to take us 10 days to close her. And we're like, okay. And he was like, how long, how quick? And we were like, I don't know, probably 24, 48 hours. Like, he was like, all right. And she needed the funds. She had roof, She had seven truckloads of shingles coming in. Jeez. And it was COD. Oh, wow. Come on, man. $250,000 of truck. And she was like, I can't pass it up. We can't get Bless the shingles you. in. You know, like, this This was you know, a month or so ago. And, uh, I didn't even laugh because I'm feeling like I'm going to be oh, sleeping right. for a while. Well, put out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was, and it was like, yeah, and we ran it through on a Friday afternoon, 4.30, she contacted me. We put all her stuff in, she uploaded all her documents. Monday morning, she signed it. Tuesday morning, she had her funds in the account. And I was going, wow. You know, freaking bank couldn't do it. Right. You know, and it's crazy how just quick everything, I mean, Amazon... Order something today comes from God knows where to get it in a day, two days max. You know, most things now you used to, right? It used to be better. But. Yeah, but what a lot of those services, um, you know, you, you you miss out on that on that hometown feeling oh. too. Whenever you, you're dealing with, I mean, you don't have that personal touch. I love that meme that goes around and it says, "When's the last time Amazon sponsored your kids' baseball team?" <laughs> That's true. You know. Yeah. It's like, I love that. Because I couldn't tell you how many phone calls at the beginning of every season. Basketball, baseball, oh, soccer. Beginning of every calls. season, we get... Oh, I know y'all get a million. every day for weeks at a time. Emails. Hey, will you sponsor? I'm like, you know how many little Susie's moms and dads? Oh, you know, it's like, yeah, you know. So, and then now that, now the base, like we sponsor the baseball fields and the soccer fields and then the teams. And nah, like, so y'all sign at the uh, Bayou Country Sports Players yeah. for that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's going to pay off for you in the end. I know it's a kind of nagging deal, but, you know, people always need money, so they got to come somewhere to get it. And if your name everywhere, nine times out of ten is where they're going to come to get it. So, you know, you know what you're doing, man. You're trying, man. You know, so we kudos trying. to you. Well, thank you. So what's been going on in your world? Ah, I ain't seen you in a minute. Man, so co-worker got a... A promotion that took him out of my hair, but put him in the department above me. So right now I'm over like 30-something technicians. We probably hired like six new technicians from March to last Monday when one didn't show up. And 
new hires are horrible, man. And I'm not going to say anything, so if you remember where I work at, you just remember. But the work pool, like you read the women say the dating pool is a cesspool. Man, you getting guys that's 40 years old coming to get a job and just the common sense of everyday work is not in them. Picture you come to work, I give you a gas card, but you need a PIN number to fill your vehicle. So we actually got to send off for the PIN number. So we get this new guy, he's from the service or whatever, like fresh out the service, but he in his 40s. So you're thinking, all right, this guy going to be pretty high speed, neat, you know, not going to ask nonsense questions, pretty much could gather everything for itself. So I work Sunday to Thursday. When you're a new hire, you work Monday through Friday. So on a Friday, you're going to be at work without your supervisor, but you're just sitting in front of the computer doing modules. So I'm like, hey, man, y'all have to go work in Hammond um, starting next Monday. You can't get in this vehicle until your fuel pin come in. You know, he was like, all right. I'm like, so I'm going to give you everything you need for your vehicle, but you drove here in your personal vehicle, drive home in your personal vehicle. And if you get this pin number today before you leave, you can take the van home. If you get this pen number, right. so I pull up to work on a Sunday morning, and gone. the van gone. But I told them to show up Sunday morning at like seven, cause they was leaving the um month, the next day, and they wouldn't gonna see me, and I was just gonna make sure they had everything they needed to go. So he pull up in the van, of course, and he said, "Hey man, I get the van needs gas." I'm like, "You don't got no fuel pen?" He was like, "No." I said, "Well, why are you in the van?" He said, well, I was thinking, you said it was going to probably be in Sunday. I also said, do not take this van <laughs> until you get the fuel pen. So long story short, we talked about that. Um, then he starts to get into his actual route. And he sends me an email. He said, hey, man, I have a doctor's appointment on the 17th and a post-op on the 23rd of February. I'm like, all right, cool. Here come March 23rd. March 22nd, he said, hey, man, I got another post-op. March 23rd. All right, man, go do what you got to go do. <laughs> he started his own route last week, which was a Saturday. So he worked Monday through Friday, but he worked 410s, his regular shift. So he got out his training shift, go 410s. Our week start over on a Friday. So the Friday is his first day in his new schedule and Saturday will be his last day until the following Wednesday this guy comes to work he don't come to work I had to call him he wake up at 8 o'clock I'm like hey man where you at he was like oh I'm just waking up I'm like alright well you needed to be at work for 8 not waking up for 8 you know so uh, get yourself together and make it to your first job at 9.25 this man goes home I can see his GPS just going home so I call him he don't answer I call him he don't answer he get home he stopped his vehicle he don't turn, he don't clock out, he don't go to lunch, he don't do nothing, he just stay in training. All the way till Wednesday, that just passed. So from previous Saturday to Wednesday, he's just been on the clock and training. So he come in, I show him everything he did from the gas card to the emails to that. I said, man, you kind of like on a D-Day. Mano y mano, forget the company. I really don't trust much you say at this point. Like, you only been with the company four months. Four months in training where you haven't even really got beat up by customers and needs the things you're doing. So you probably going to fall out in this pool once the sun 
get here. They're like, what you mean? I'm like, you not working when there's no work to do. When you got 10 jobs and ain't nobody answering the phone, you're going to get in your van and you're going to go home. So I told him he was on a D-Day. And everybody like him is just like that. Like if they come from the technology world and they ain't grow up like us, don't expect what we do to get that from them. So that's just been the added stress. So by the time I make it home from dealing with grown men that act like babies, man, I eat, lay down, and it's over with. And I really don't even remember the next day when I wake up the next day. That's just how bad it's been. But it's also been a blessing, too, because I ain't been stressed out or set up for failure from the other side. So, so numbers-wise, the job's been great. Just the new people coming in, good luck. That's the hardest thing about business, man. Now, any supervisor, I mean, Cody could probably, you know, attribute to that as well, just in, in getting new people. Like, if y'all got people that fall in and out of schools and, and coming in, like, where do you get those can you pull from the sheriff's office? Like, can you pull from, like, regular patrol people that apply? Or, like, like are come, you... To come into the school setting? Yeah. Like yeah, that's, got, that's, where, that's normally where we pull So from. you have to have some some kind of... Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't you don't come right off the street and go right. into school. Or the academy or anything like that. Like, nobody can... can... No, no. You, got, you, have, you have to put in... Because, look, what the academy's done, man, you got, you got probably an, an additional four to six months of field training you got to go through. And I mean, you you technically still a rookie for like your first five years of of doing the job. And that's you know? how I feel with us too. Right, like it's it's so dependent. Look, people are different. Some people take to it like a duck takes to water. Right. Some people after six seven years, you're like, bro, I don't even know you still here. Right. <laughs> and it's not doing anything wrong. They just ain't grasping certain certain things that you would find simple. Right. Well, civil service, so there's so much more. Well, not that's not what everywhere. else, but oh, I mean, y'all not just no, not with the sheriff's office. Oh, that's We had the women of the sheriff. True. But it's it's um, we're 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 very selective, you know, um, about who we accept. Like there, there's times we'll get letters in, and we're like, we don't like any of them, you know. So we're not we're not gonna put that around people's children. Right. You, know? um, you have to have certain attributes. How many SROs do we have? Uh, with with us, um, we have four, me as a supervisor, and one other floating SRO, um, and the police department has four. In the schools, all the high yeah, schools cool. have an SRO. Yeah. You think Somebody, so? Man. Nowadays, like so. No, no. I think it's so un. Like we should have thirty. But it's so much. I think it's probably a financial deal it's too exactly. with it's it. Exactly. You know, that's what everything. Is, right. Man. Yeah. So, and then the budget. I think our maybe. Like right now, our school has a new football coach, so I don't know how it's going to go for the new booster program. You know, but I feel like a lot of things it's even what you mean. So I don't know how it works. You know, like when I coached with Coach Hill, I knew Coach Hill was over everything and he met with certain family members. I don't know if those same people that was in position are still gonna be head over the football portion the booster club? of the booster club. You know, so um, I get get new families in I mean I ain't understand nothing you just said. I said if not, just get new, like, right. you know, it but, just, just take place. Cause I, from well, man, I'm going to tell you this, bro. The, the man's already fundraising. I know. I, that's I, I what know, I was about I to know. go with. So, like, he, he's, he seems to be on top of that side of it, you know, um, right. talking to him and talking to the kids. Um, and his head seems to be in the right place. Um, the winning will come. Like, he seems to yeah. be doing everything else right, yeah. you know. I mean, he's at the melting pot. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, 
I know we didn't had some years where we haven't been top notch, but man, we get all the kids. But that's 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 public school in general, you know. You know, it's funny, man. Like, and this is back even before we was there, but like Home Virginia High has always had a really good foot. Like, it they're competing against the same competition throughout, but right. they're always undefeated, unscored on. Un, like, no, we were the only team that yeah. was unscored on, bro. Well, I'm just yeah. I'm using it as an example. Yeah, there's sauce. only there's, – they're, they're, always, they're always a good team. Right. But yeah, they're always So, we have a really good talent pool, and it's like when, when, when there's a really good coaching community at Terrebonne, and I don't mean just like good coaches, but like – they all they get along. There's no infighting. Everybody's like right. on the same page. The talent shows, and it's like it's it's enjoyable watching them. Right. Man, these last few years, you can see that we've had unbelievable best talent that Terrebonne has ever had in individual players, depth wise too. And outside of last year, and they just right. like as a team, they're not good. Like because they don't. Pl- so just from my experience with them. You know how when we went to practice, it was ones versus twos, and the twos took it personal when the ones beat up on you? It's not like that. Like, kids don't love this game no more. They they like, oh, you on a football team. You know when you used to watch TV and say, oh, I won't go to school and wear my jersey. That's how it is. It ain't. You a starter? Man, I'm about to kick your ass at practice. You know what I'm saying? To where people get good. Like when you went down or somebody went down on our team, we plugged and play and ain't lose a step. On these type of teams, somebody go down, they don't play down. They don't play second person. They don't play third people. They don't get these reps. So when they get hurt, the coaches fall to pieces because they can't run what they was running already because this person don't know it. But in all honesty... That person sucked so bad at practice, you just told him to get to the side. You yeah, ain't make him feel like, hey, you got to get right. this done. You know, coach will tell us, man, Tori, you stunk it up. Tell you down. Everybody go in, and then he'll pull you to the side. Like, hey, man, you really stunk it up, but you don't, don't be down on yourself. This is what you need to work on, you know? So right. now he got you thinking about what you did wrong, and the last thing he told you was you're going to be all right. So it built your confidence back up. Man, kids leaving out the locker room like, locker room? me, I'm shit. They leave at halftime. <laughs> First right. quarter, they roll it out. They, they, right. they get pissed off. I couldn't tell you in the last couple of years how many games I've been to and kids leaving, get an argument with the coach on the sideline, throw their helmet, and they walk to the locker room. Who would oh. ever argue with any coach oh. on the sideline? Well, first? I mean, <clears throat> that, that's a – that problem has – Layers. Oh, I know it does. Sure. Trust layers me. Layers of contributing Trust, factors to Trust it. Trust me, I you know. know. But a good coach, and and I'm not. I don't mean dis, disrespectful to any coach that this has happened to, because it, it has happened to me on the rec side. So I right. get it. But a good coach diffuses that situation really quick. Doesn't keep adding fuel to it and say, "I get you, son. I understand. Let's take it down. Let's have a conversation. This is a teaching moment. This is not a yelling moment." But those those are things that that. Though that that building you're talking about happens in a practice setting, um, that rapport that if I come down on you it comes from a place of love. It doesn't come from a place of me just trying to chastise you, you and that kind of stuff. Those things come from that rapport building at practice. So if I do have to get on a kid during a game, they understand like it's not it's not a personal thing. It's not it's because I'm trying to push you to do better. I'm trying to do what's best for you. 
you can't get that if you're not putting those hours in that practice. Right. You're not putting. You're not investing in that child's. Uh, um, I, I, I guess, for lack of a better term, that their their emotional yeah. uh, uh, investment into the game. You know, I mean, it. Well, like when Tori, like we was, we went ones against ones a lot of times in yeah. practice. Like and, it and wasn't. They, they, they do those things know. in practice too. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it depends on what school you had, I guess. Right there, you go. I, I'm only talking um, about where we come from, and it wasn't <clears> happening. <throat> like if, if it was ones against. All I can say is, man, you would have had to be at practice. You would see linebackers that have one job and go completely the other way, and the coach tell them nothing. But, and I will say this too, man. I, I, I think that as a parish, and, and, and look, I'm going to say this, and, and I'm going I'm to I'm preface it with, with there's some changes coming. But um, our quality of coaching and the investment that our parish as, as a school board puts into to, to that, it, it's going down over the years, man. Like, they, they, don't, they don't pay coaches properly here they don't support them properly they don't so, so your quality of coach is going down over the last 20 years you know now there's a change in the helm and we'll see from from what i from what i'm being told you know at, at least the pays will go up a little bit um that should help with with hiring better coaches um you know we just have to see if the atmosphere changes too because that right. makes a big difference you know right it's kind what of I mean, culture man like right. the, the culture around like you said supporting these kids Getting better booster club, you know, like, right. you know, and I, I can, I definitely take, you know, some blame and fault on that because, like, I don't participate in the booster club. Me neither. Me neither. And I would you know? like to, but I've always hesitated because of all the bullshit. Right. Because I didn't like what was going on. So why am I going to contribute? Right. And but it's, not, you it's know, not just because we have, Terramon has a decent booster club. The part, part of the, the issue lies with the actual school board itself, it, it, it lies with the, the, the way, and I'm not, I'm not picking on this one school, you know, because um, sometimes the administration's hands are tied with, mm-hmm. with you know, the things they can do and what they, you know, what they're getting from, from pressure from above, right? But that has to change if you want to see the quality of coaching come up, because people will start coaching here and say, you know what, I, I can go right, right here, here and to make another parish, make more money, and have a have a, a more supportive step. system. Right. And not so much just boosters. I'm talking about. In general, like yep. all the way around, you know. Um, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, you're good. So, like, my my whole intervene for that is just to be more hands-on as as alumni. Right. Basically, just because some of the stuff that you see in the coaching, not even the coaching, just the, the players, you know that stuff that wouldn't have been tolerated right. back then. And not saying that we come from a better generation or a better coaches. It's really just keeping the kids still kids. Kids nowadays really think they're adults. That's true, so too. if they don't respect the man in you, and you got to understand as a coach, you can't tell this kid one thing and tell this kid right. another thing because kids yeah. are going to talk, you know, and then they're going to bring that to their parents who, in retrospect, on sell the kid, their perception of the coach. Yep. And once the kids see that the parent doesn't respect the coach, you're not getting that respect already because, well, my mom, I didn't talk to my mom, my dad. They know you trash. So when you make me upset on the field, I'm just going to react like I need to. And coming from where I come from, we used to always want that parent involvement. And now actually seeing that parent involvement, I'm like, the parent's the real cancer. Yes. That, that, but, and that, that does Man, play at a games, part of it. I used to, they screaming 
at the coach about just how bad he was and how the call was. And I'm going right. like, man, since when y'all became football coaches? <laughs> like, like you look. didn't see that guard did not get out and pull and that D lineman come straight up his if your old son is not a super athlete at this point and can't improvise, everybody now. playing mad now, so they think they can they play caller because you know, or they think then it's like you're not with these kids during the week. You don't know what they can and can't do. You don't know what they're really good at. Right. You know, you see them in the backyard juking somebody. You're like, oh, my kid got some moves, right. And, right. you know. So it's like it's tough. Right. It's just like, well, you know, with flag football. You know, I coach, my daughter has a flag football team, and this year I was like, you know what, I'm not, I'm not gonna coach. Like, I'm not going to sign my name on a coach right. because I get so frustrated. Last year I had 13 kids on my team. I never had more than five at practice. I always had 13 at every game. And it was tough because especially with last year, we had four girls on our team. And the girls always showed up for practice. Right. The girls were ballers. Like, right. they wanted to play. They, the guys would, you know, well, I got soccer. I got basketball. I got this. I got that. I got, it's like, I get it. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna help where I need to be helped, but this year I'm not I'm not stressing myself about all of the stuff. Because when I get into something, I'm you all into in. it, right? right? So I was like, you know what? Same thing this year. We sign up, get everything going. First practice, first game, coach says, I ain't gonna make make first game. I'm the like, coach? Yeah. <laughs> he said the only reason that I signed up was because they said if there was nobody to coach a team that they weren't gonna have a team. I said they told me the same thing. And I still told them within to disband the team. Right. You know, if y'all can't facilitate it and y'all can't keep it going, I said, because, and I talked to him, I said, you have so many kids that it's tough. So this year, my first game, I'm like, you know what, I got your back. Like I told you I was going to help you as much as I could. I'm here this game. We coached it. We did it. Everything was all right. Next practice, we were like, because we had one to two practices before our first game. We had five at one or eight at one and then seven at the other practice. Like, can't even run almost, you know, it's six right. on six. So, you're barely running a full anything. Never the same kids at the practice, neither. So, like, so it ain't even no. no chemistry. No. So, we tell them, look, y'all got to start coming to practice. Y'all got to start coming to practice. Well, I got soccer. I got this. Like, dude, we had a practice last week. And three of them said they couldn't come because they had soccer tryouts. Soccer tryouts were right next to us. We were practicing on this field. The soccer tryouts were literally out all the kids like, why, why are they over there? They got soccer tryouts. And they it's like I look team? at parents. Well, it's the, it's the travel. They oh, try out right. for the travel teams. So I get it. But at some point, you got to pick. Like, you, you like, got, Yeah, you got to be you, committed you, I, to something. No, I want my daughter to be in everything she wants to be in. But things that are competing and take. Like, how are you ever going to find out what you're really good at if, if you don't at so least much. dedicate some, you know, majority of your time to one thing? And look, maybe it is the soccer or maybe it is the. You know whatever else they don't, but especially in this league, because that F and A league, the the it's a little Drew Brees football in America. Right. It's like 150 bucks to sign your kid up. Like so, it's not like 25 dollars, right? TBR fees, fees right? You know? No, no. You look, you get fire ass uniforms, and they tell you every year Drew Brees is gonna come at the end of the season. He ain't never showed up. <laughs> you know, two years in, we ain't never seen Drew Brees. But you know, just little things like that. But yeah. it, overall, the the the, the facility, the, like, the practice, it's all online. You set your roster. They know, like, their system is good. But to get to buy in from the community and the parents that, that say, hey, look, y'all need to be involved and stay involved, and, man, it, it'll, be, it'll be a good fundamental league because, right. man, they, you want to see some, some, like, true athletic kids? Go, go to a, 
you know, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. We I'm actually know. starting a, a seven on seventeen. I was going I'm me and Cleveland Beagle actually building it right now just to come up. But we don't really cause it got maybe four or five leagues teams down here from Thibodeau. But they take the Adult best athletes. League? No. Kids. Kids. But they take the best athletes. And you guys know coming from where we come from. You could be the best athlete, man, but on Friday it takes a team. You know what I'm saying? If I could get a whole bunch of Come out to the Sports Complex Friday nights. So every Friday is when the games are for the FNA League. All right. And you'll see they got one kid on our – two kids on our team that, like, you could just – because this is the – like last year we were able to be on the field with them. So I can be in the huddle. I can call the plays. Like, y'all got any questions? We can design play like right then. If you had a baller, you're like, you might do some backyard shit, you know. Razzle dazzle, flea flickers, like you can design it right on the spot, and it was great. This year, we like real, like you got to be on call the side players line. from the sidelines, call them in. So it's a little harder because you still got kids that never played before. All right. But uh, you got some broken down plays, and they still score touchdowns off of them. It's like, oh, yeah. man, that's just, it's. Flag is nice, though, man. It's well, you see the true sport. athletic ability. <clears throat> never done flag, man. It, it's not made for you and I. Yes, it is. Dude, man. So. So it's made for. I'm not. I'm. I love Cody. He's my boy. But Cody's hands are made of stone. <laughs> you can learn. I ain't going to yeah. lie, man. So, you know, we kind of. we play. I play, well, not with you, but we right. played against each other for a long time. Right. And so, Stellum, the team, and the Gators team, it was a, a team full of Caucasian fellas. Not athletic at all. Team used to beat the shit out of us. Every Saturday. Them CMB boys you back in the You know what I'm day. saying? But. <laughs> In their retrospect, they always had a referee in their pocket. Yeah, so we go. Man, <laughs> if the game get close, he always call it a bad call. I remember playing them in the ship one year, and we was up six on them with like maybe like thirty something seconds left in the game, and it was like fourth down and thirty. Man, you hear me? Fourth down and thirty. Man, they quarterback rolled out, threw a bomb, and Gerald, my brother, was guarding the receiver. The pass was underthrown. The receiver looked back. My brother looked back. The ball hit him in his cow. They threw a, a pass interference and made it a spot foul. But it was, guess who the referee was? A team we just beat the game to go to the ship. And you know me, I'm a shit talker. Oh, I ran this man in the ground. <laughs> Boy, that man threw that flag. Oh, man. I, I was like, man, you serious? He was like, yeah. I'm like, and it's a spot foul? He like, yeah. I'm like, man, that's a 15-yard penalty at best. You gave these people the ball inside the 10 on an underthrown ball. The receiver was never going to catch it, you know? And that was probably our only time making it to the championship, and we lost by two. People scored the next play and went up, went for two. <laughs> the hardest thing, that, like, for Cody and I, and even now me, when I play with the kids, and, and especially in this league, there's, there's no blocking. Same. Like... But no, I mean when I say no, they call. If so you stand if, in the way, if you stop, you good. Like if you run a play and the ball gets caught and you stop, you know, and then you kind of design, you know, that you design plays where hey, look, I'm gonna run this route, you run this one, you catch it, you stop, you, you cut inside. Right. You know? Like if you stop, you okay. If you turn around, and you make one step towards that defender, they gonna call blocking. And that's I what played, I played fantasy. I played flag football twice. Like two games, I got ejected in both of them. Of for blocking, course. for blocking, putting your hands on people, well, but physically over talking. No, I didn't. I look touching people. Yeah, I, 
the first the first time that the little rusher was rushing in and I hit him in his chest and he fell down, I got a flag for unnecessary roughness. I ain't, nobody told me I You can't use it. your hands, right? So he comes in again, my hands are behind my back, I shoulder checked him. He went down, got flagged again. I didn't know. He said you can't you can't move. So the next play, he comes in, I stand in front of him, he comes out, load my shoulder. Got flag I kicked out. <laughs> kicked out. <laughs> The other game, they get the, the one time I get thrown a ball, they throw it to me. I'm running. I can't juke, man. Look at me. I don't, I'm not a. Oh, uh, don't tell me you dropped your head, cool. I did. That's <laughs> and I, look for a touchdown. I was excited as hell. Got ejected. See, you can't, you can't you can't run people over. So why why is the rule not that he's got to get out of my way? Right, right. You know? it, it technically is, but you can, you have to avoid contact at all. Like yeah, you I have to avoid. Nobody, no, look, my. My buddies are laughing their tail off because they knew what was going to happen. Right. Like, I felt like I was set up for that. Right. Like, oh, man. It's I funny. did not know. I, was, I thought it was like a rugby type thing, you know? Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a Jerome Bogan thing. Jerome Bogan, the same way. He going to stand there and he going to say, hey, now you know you can't run through me. You got to go around me. And then the moment you run through him, the next play, Jerome dropping his shoulder on you, <laughs> using his hands. He like, motherfucker, I got to go to work tomorrow. You ain't going to tell him to stop running through me? I'm going to run through him. That was our team problem all the time, man. But it was fun as I it don't know fun. what, man. It is fun. Especially if you get a bunch of, you know, well, talking man. shit and going. But, like, you know, all in good fun, it, it's it's a blast. I miss the YMCA League when they used to. Yeah. I don't even, they do, do they still have They it? do it, but it ain't it ain't ran like when Pat Patterson and the person before Pat Patterson yeah. ran it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was nice then. It was costly, but it was nice. So, It'd be nice to get, like, if the FNA, if they had an adult league. They trying to do one with Turbo and Paris, but to do Rowdy over it. And, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, it's more we're not like. Gonna have, we're not going to have Parish recreation much longer. Oh, I know. Parish. I know. Oh, it's going down, bro. Well, I, I think they purposely. Making it go down. Because right. there's no reason, like, of the actions that are taken to do things, there's no, <clears throat> there's no reason for it. You know, like, you're driving kids to go play travel sports. Yeah. And that's well, exactly they, what everybody right. kids are but doing. They, they get to charge for usage of the field. Yeah, for travel sports. Yeah, but I mean, you it's know, still. That's, but that's, I mean, that's why they're doing it. We but at the end of the day, you know what's going to happen. So you try you charge them for use of the field. Lafouche Paris is already kind of pushing everything that way. Yep. Turbo Paris got to be careful because we going to bite the bullet. Even with jobs, is moving that way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. The money you taking away from just your TPR sports that possibly could help build something, we losing it, you know. And I am not going to lie to you. Everything in Lafouche Parish does seem a whole lot nicer when you go into the sports part, you know. So that's it. But while we own Terrebonne, I mean, I ain't really want to bring this up. What y'all think about old coach and the court charges? Oh, didn't he plead guilty or something? Yeah. That I read? Then I think he got like three years suspended sentence and then on probation for such such. I don't know. I didn't well, know I, I mean, it, I, I, I mean, I, it ain't been broadcasted. I seen a few Facebook ads on it where Coach Claymore took that. So, but damn. I mean, I figured. I mean, figured though. I figured that it was. I don't know the ends. I ain't read it. I don't know nothing on it. I don't want to yeah, know, know nothing on it. <laughs> I don't want to know nothing on it, but just the overall imagination on it. Like, rang like ah. 10 times that day and text messaging calls about, oh, man, you know, like, what you think? I'm like, 
I ain't known the man in 20 years. Right. Like, yeah, he was our coach for, you know, a couple of years. Well, yeah, right, right. He wasn't even, he wasn't my positional coach. He no. wasn't, any, like, I mean, I knew other man, but. There wasn't nobody I, I had a conversation yeah, with one-on-one, right. I did coach his son in in rec ball, in football for a couple of years. But, again, it's at the same time. So, he came to a couple of games. He picked Caleb up from practice. Like, it Hey Jed, how you been good, coach? Like you know, like it was passive right, conversation, right. but we never. Hung he never got involved like right. in the team. Like there was no. I don't, I don't even really know how you know his background in coaching. Besides, you know, he was at HL before he was with us. That's all yeah. I know about it. There's a little bit of Vanderbilt. Oh Vanderbilt, yeah. So I mean, I don't, I don't. I think it's overall sad. It you know, is a grown ass man puts himself in that position in the school. You know, well in the school, and that's the that's the bad part about it. Like. I'm not giving him no just do on anything, but just the fact that you've been a school employee for probably half of your life. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? How long them urges been in you? Right. And I got a kid. I got a daughter. Like, and I understand these kids might make advances at you with you being a a, a grown up and you looking at them and you being able to see that. They're not the regular kids that grew up when you was teaching at a young age. You know, but man, at some point you got to have some type of control. You got to understand that these are still kids. Yeah. Right. I, mean, I, I would hope that um, that they consulted these victims prior to accepting plea deals and giving them suspended sentences All right, in jail time. Dude, All right. You know, All right. I mean, I, I don't... I don't know how that they, they may have. They may have consulted the victims. The victims said we fine with this. I would just hope that that happened, and 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 an injustice wasn't done right. to to the victims of these crimes. Yeah, because that seems like a light sentence to me. But oh, I mean, I'm not definitely. I'm not a judge or a DA or nothing like that. Definitely, man. It definitely seems like like it. So zero jail time. I don't think. Probably the couple of days he went when they took him from school. What's that? Pleaded guilty to three counts of indecent behavior with a juvenile. Said avoided jail time. Avoided jail time. <laughs> yeah, bro. Right, you're actually sex offender. Yeah, yeah but man, you was offender. in a school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I. It ain't like you went to a job and talked to like a, a McDonald's and talked to the same chick every day. This literally like premeditate. Like you really looked at this chick and it was, <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> like we were talking on the last podcast, being a Disney employee. Yeah, you know how many Disney employees that's, are pedophiles? That's probably, Come on, man. That's probably it's, where it's going to work next. It's insane. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like a very high number of you know Disney employees that were you know God. pedophiles. It's like oh shit. I mean. You would think I mean it's a perfect job for you, and I'm not trying to, you know. But I, mean, I like, definitely understand. It would make sense to be like, oh yeah, that would be a good place if you'd want to go work to kind of, you know. But I, I don't know how how you do a better job at uh, filtering that. I don't I don't know the history if they. You can't be a registered sex offender and get think. a job at Disney. I, I, I can't see that that's in the policy. Right. You I know, I wouldn't think you could. You know. I hope not. Yeah, Disney got way. I mean, that. that like, would, I, I would think that that would come out. You know what I mean? Like, with, with as much pressures and, and and ridicule they're getting right now, I would think that it would come out if these people were already registered sex offenders and yeah. Disney hired them. So, I, there's got to. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think they. I don't think they hire these people knowing. I, I'd hope not. Anyway. Yeah. 
But you know, like it's it's funny that we talked about that. Like this guy's three counts admitted account to counts of of sexual misconduct with a minor. No jail time. Kill a bald eagle, go to jail five years mandatory. Right. Fight a dog. Like yeah. Fight, <laughs> fight a dog. You go and you're losing everything, and that's the that's so bad because. You want to humanize everything, but the one thing you should dehumanize, you, you go, give a tap on the shoulder for. Go, uh, go catch some redfish or whatever. Uh, over know, the limit, over huh? The <laughs> <laughs> you at least got seventy-two hours in the bank, right, huh? Yeah, yeah. it's true. Right. And, and we laugh, but it's sad, man. It it's is sad, sad man. You, it you really can, is. You can harm people. And not have anything. But, but, then, but then you wonder you wonder why you get instances where, who was that former heavyweight UFC fighter that shot shot at that pedophile? Oh, it's Cain Velasquez. Yeah. Just but, recently. Yeah. And you, you wonder why people do shit like that. Yeah. And you, but you let you let these damn pedophiles yeah, back out on the street, Now, I don't, man. I don't condone what he did either. Uh, I mean, I, mean, I can, did, I can he, understand it. We about to see it. His cousin. I want to say it's his cousin, his niece. Uh, I think it was, it, I think, I think one of was his kid, too. I don't think it was... But either or. Kid, niece, whatever. Female relative was molested. Over a hundred times. And, yeah. One time, a hundred times. I mean, I know... Uh, 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 what I'm saying is that... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's... Like, it's, 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 it's horrible, right? Like, right. One time or you do it a hundred times, it's horrible. Yeah. I but, mean. dude, he went through... He went on a manic rage after this cat. Chased him down, like, through city... Like, like... It was. It was a. Yeah, you know why? It was an OJ chase. Because the judge, because you know, the judge let him right back out on the street. I get it. I get. I, I understand. You know, I'm not right. saying that, but I let can't. Me, I me, can't condone it. Like, let me ask you a question. What's What's worse? Shooting at a car with, with a pedophile in it, or raping a kid a hundred times? What's worse? Well, come on. You no, get, no. What's not, worse? Give us one. Hey, hey we do this to him all the time. Give well, of course, it's raping a kid. Okay, so why is a pedophile on the street? But his ass is Again, still in jail. You, but you, you, you are a police officer. So, I am. so what's the difference of shooting a, a black man or shooting a cop? What's worse? That, that depends on what the cop. Is. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's just bullshit. You, you sit here. Come on. Why? Because people are people. Shooting somebody is wrong. Shooting a car is wrong. Molesting kids is wrong. Shooting somebody is not always wrong, man. I'm with Valdez, though. Especially, I, like, I'm sorry, Jay. Whatever his name is. Again, I'm not saying that I wouldn't do the same in that same fit of rage. I probably wouldn't have shot at him. But what I'm saying is that. In the street? Well, oh, I was going to have to try to find him. Y'all was. was, uh, He went there to whoop his ass. Oh, yeah. And the dude ran from him. And he was like, you gonna run for me? <laughs> and this dude chased him through the city for hours. And then, and then shot, shot the car, hit the dude's stepdad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Casualty of <laughs> war, man. Huh? Yeah, three passengers in the field. Yeah. He killed his mom, I think, and his stepdad. So I'm saying, like, yeah. oh, all right. So, yeah, he involved other people yes. that didn't. Uh, I understand. Well, what, well, yeah, in that. The, the, so the boy, the daycare where his child was molested at, was run by the mama. Oh. The boy lived there. And was molesting these kids under her roof. You can't tell me people didn't know, and the stepdad was there too. So I mean, to him, they all guilty. Where these kids disappeared for so long, or where you yeah. at for so long? Why this happening? The daycare, right? But where the overseers at? Oh no, I get you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Like I'm not saying go be a vigilante. Don't I'm not. But 
but I can understand certain I types of I'm not even lying to you, just bro. Saying, I don't, it's not something like, like it I'm gotta a, be I'm something a, regular a, for my kids, for I'm, me not to go vigilante. And I, I'm gonna tell you like this, bro. Like, I, I said it all the time. I, I said it all the time. <laughs> some, some things to me are worth going to jail over, right? And I accept those consequences. Uh, some things ain't, you know. Right. And I'll just leave it at that. Right. I definitely understand. I, I agree it. with you 100%. At one point, everybody was like, the system gonna work and the law gonna work. I really believe it ain't like that no more. You know what I'm saying? If it ain't a big, like you get into a wreck or something like that, cool. But molesting kids, killing people, I don't see it. Especially with the gun laws, now everybody can carry a gun and whatever you want. I just don't see people waiting for authorities to fix things much longer. Well, because, I mean, you, you preach this all the time. Because they don't. Right. But right. but you you know me. I'm, I'm a loving person. But lately I've been feeling like Cody <laughs> on the other end a lot. Like, man, love will get you killed out here, man. Of course. Love will get you hurt. Love will get you trampled, walked on. And yeah, guy to forgive you, but sometimes you need a little, a little roughness in you, man. And for the situations that went on in that school, oh. And you know Coach Claymore probably took the brunt for everybody and got off. You know, so he probably was another guy that was involved in that with him. That, I'm sure it that, is. You, know, I'm, I'm, you can't. I, we know yeah. we know you can't. That's why I didn't ask you those specific I mean, questions. There, there, was, there wasn't there wasn't somebody else knew got, about it. No, I don't I don't I don't think that they knew about it because that person would have got criminally charged. The other person's name that was brought up. There was never nothing that they could do anything. He got relieved of his duties. No, he didn't. Nope. No, he didn't. Nope. Finished out. Thank you. Probably retired. Mm-mm. Not yet. Nope. Yeah. They, they they weren't. I don't think they were exactly able to prove that those things didn't happen, but they couldn't prove that any of it happened either. Like there was gotcha. no. It was a word against a word kind of kind of a deal, and it. Not even so much a word, like a rumor that they looked into. That nothing, nothing ever panned out of. That's interesting. Yeah, but I don't like. I said, like with the, you know, I, I get it. I understand how your emotions take over, and and you want to protect justice, protect you know? some old kids later. Like, I, I, say, I, I, kid, I say like this, know? bro, because I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm with Tori, man. For the most part, I'm, I'm a, I'm a live and let live kind of person, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not a very Violent individual per se, but man, if you bring if you bring violence upon me, like I am, I have it. I'm trying to return it. Right. <laughs> Period. I'm trying to return it. I don't want to turn my back. I don't want to be soft to it and be like, hey, I'm gonna call the laws and this happened. Brandon, pull up that uh, we were talking about earlier before we started recording with that police officer. Since we kind of, I want to kind of segue to for the next segment. Well, just to see where this is going to go, because it's, Cody brought up a, just the, the the question about what's worse, and it kind of makes me feel like what you know, two wrongs don't make a right kind of situation. You know, like we talk about how words can't lead to violence. We talk about you know we we, we said that in, in in previous episodes, and I don't know the situation besides what you see me. I've seen both videos, but uh, I just feel like. <laughs> We live in this, it's such a soft, Any break? Mm, okay. No, no. We live in such a soft society now, but then everybody wants to be hard. 
And it's like you, you can't have it both ways. You know, like you can't you can't be offended by absolutely everything and then everybody have a gun and a hip. You know, then we just the wild wild west and just say fuck it and like uh-huh. it becomes yeah, it mean, is yeah, what it is. I, I get that a hundred percent. You know, yeah. so it's like it, it's at some point it's like we need to. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how where you go with it, but I don't know if Brennan can pull up the um. At least the explanation of the, the pullover, like why the guy was pulled over, because I've seen the videos. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, the problem, the problem with a lot of these videos when they release it is they yeah. they got redacted they edited, stuff. Yeah. They edited, they, but they, there was a they, bystander that videoed it. Yeah, I don't know if he'll be able to pull that one up. I got that one off of a um, an Instagram feed that you know, like it comes with a with a warning and stuff before yeah, yeah, you yeah. watch it. Right. Um, and but at least I want to read. I, I'll patch in the video. When, you know. Cause I can do that if uh, if y'all want, but I, 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 the body image. I never heard why he pulled him over. He just said, "I'm pulling you over." And he's, do you speak English? And like, I don't, I don't know why. Why did he assume he didn't speak English? Just because he wasn't answering his questions. Uh, I'm I'm not sure. I, I I heard somewhere it might have been on the news or or something I read or that, that the guy license plea by the, the guy's family. Um, like I don't think they're American. Like I don't, okay. I don't. Maybe he had an accent. I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, and look, I, I didn't sit there and study the video. I, I watched it like once or twice. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's some errors um, on 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 the cops in. You know. Um, like I said, I you know I, I think the shootings probably gonna end up being justified. Um, Morally, there are some differences that could have been, you know, some different choices I think that could have been made, and, and you just have to see how that plays out in court. And again, I don't know the whole. Spectrum. I'd like to see the video in its entirety, but but. Are you talking about the body camera? The body camera, yeah. I'd like to see that in its entirety, because look, I'll tell you this. There, there's, there's a way to talk to people that that can help not have situations get and look I, I know suspects shouldn't run they shouldn't fight of course I agree with all that stuff as a professional we don't want to add fuel to that fire right when 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 you pull on somebody over whether they're they're irate or, or they're calm you don't want to go there and and, and escalate not, the situation right you don't want to you don't want to go there and escalate and and, and uh, you know your tone of voice matters. Your 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 mannerisms matter. All those things help to de-escalate something. Like you you have to maintain that professionalism, and then then if they choose to run and they choose and, and you have to escalate your 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 level of force, then then okay. But why why give somebody anything to, to Monday morning quarterback about you? You know what I mean? So when when you when you pull a car over, um, you got to be mindful of those things. You got to be mindful of your tones. You have to be mindful of of just that that you know you you don't want to be that person that's that's adding to it you know i don't want to come out screaming and and you yeah, know there's like a philosophy of language right tone and inflection and words right. actually mean things they do right they do. <laughs> but right. not to our society anymore right. <laughs> but but again i mean you you have to be if you're going to do this job you have to maintain professionalism it's expected of you you know it's requ- like and, and I'm not, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying that that cop, if, if his tone was a little different, this cop, it, it, right? It, it may have made the guy feel a little more at ease. You know, we just, I mean, again, we can play this. It's just nervous. Like, I ain't going to lie to you, Cody, man. Um, 
and I don't know where it stems from because some things have happened. But like, I'm nervous every time a policeman get too. behind me, and I ain't, I'm not. I, I, I never said too. nobody else. I ain't even say color. I said me. No, no. I get, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is even being a, right. a law enforcement officer, I'm nervous too. Right. Like nobody wants to get pulled right. over, and, and you know. It, it, so. I'm just saying, just on, on the verbiage portion, you know, just sitting there, you know, most people are already nervous. So when the cop come, you know, hey, can I get this? Or like, it's been so long since I've been pulled over, I don't even know how it go. But, you know, it'll be, hey, you know, um, can I get XYZ information? And I understand that. All right, here you go. You know, well, I'm stopping you yeah, for Brandon, this. Go, go up and, and you'll see what I'm talking about with, like, I have no problem with. If, if 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 I'm pulling Jared over and I hear an accent, or and I don't know, I don't know that he did, but if I ask him, do you do you, you do speak English, right? Like that, there's a difference in in, in in inquiry and and it kind of being smart aleck or yeah, being or, offensive or, or being offensive. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? So there's I can ask the same question three different ways, yes. with three different voice inflections, and it have different meanings. Right, so cursing. You know, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, like, the F word's a very a very diverse yeah. word, word in the English uh, language. Yeah. You know, so again. I'm not saying that caused that, and I don't. I don't think that it did. But if it's done in a professional manner, we don't. We're not even having this portion of the conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we 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 have we have to kind of swallow our pride as, as law enforcement, and, and and you know. So again, um, I'd like to see the whole video. Um, yeah, I don't. Brittany ever found why he was pulled over? Like, I think Tori saw in there somebody a license plate. plate. Yeah. Match Nice vehicle that it was on. So it was like a switch plate, which I mean, you know, that's a legitimate reason to get pulled over. Cause right. The car could be stolen, you know. And he's asked for the guy's driver's license, but you know, the guy chose to run and he chose to fight and then he chose to take the cop's taser, you know. I do feel that cases like this, you're going to see an even stronger push for increased training. Especially hand to hand stuff. Yep. Brazilian That's the first thing I thought those about. Those type of things, right? Is that 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 program that you uh, adopt the cop? Uh, yep. You know that that's because if that guy's trained, that doesn't happen. Right. And I don't. I don't know the level you know. of this guy's training. You know, I really don't. I, you can look. You can watch from his. You know, like he had no guard. He was he was holding like the guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. and it's I'm not I'm not a martial arts guy by any stretch of imagination. But I mean, I I've watched enough and listened to wow. commentary. You know, like he had one, like he, he did the, I guess the old training situation, <laughs> knee on the back, kind yeah. of trying to, and it's like. And it's two of them? That's just one guy. That's one guy. So what other, oh, so it never was two cops. No, it was no, only one cop. Just one, one, one cop, one suspect. And um, one bystander that, that had a video. You know, and look, we, we don't. Yeah, I don't want to see that. We don't, yeah. uh. We train differently than, than, than you know. I'll, I'll be willing to bet that Grand Rapids Police Department trains differently. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, like I think, no, I think, like, as a, as a unit, they don't. I don't think that, I think he was out of line. Like, he wasn't practicing what he was trained. Because it doesn't look like, I don't know, I don't know the age of, but just in that, you know. But we don't, we don't know what he was trained. I mean, they, they may, they may never, like, what he, what he did and the, and the techniques he tried to use Maybe by the book there. We don't know, yeah. and that's part of that's part of us Monday morning quarterback. And we just yeah. we True. you know we're assuming a lot. We don't. Right. That's why know. I say I ain't want to see it because we gonna just basically say what he could have done off of seeing yeah. what he did right. already. But look, I will say this: when when when, when situations like that happen, you know, 
Um, we dissect them. We, we look at them. We, we look at what things worked, what things didn't, what things we could have done better. Do y'all do that as a you department? Know? Yes. Yeah, so as a training division. So things happen, y'all, y'all look oh, at them. Yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Um, and, and that happens nationwide, you know. Right. Um, you know that? You're, 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 no, I know that. Okay. Like, um, think, things, instances like this happen, our state training Changes like or, it, or at well, least adapts and, and well they they look at it and they see if there's any any differences that need to be made like it's not just a local thing statewide nationwide think things situations and that's what I said I, I really think that this this is one of those ones that's going to help lead to make make it more grappling style training be, be, become more prevalent you know and and it should it's not just to keep an officer safe it's to keep a suspect safe as well you know mm-hmm. um, and, and look I, again. I completely, the guy should have never grabbed the officer's taser. Right. He should have been fighting. He should have complied. And, and and those things happen. This doesn't happen, right? A hundred percent. But on, on the flip side of it, I, I think with, with some better training, maybe it doesn't happen too. And, and I Let's just let Flynn people run, man. And then call in back up and but you, you can't have always. them to a call. I know, you can't. You can't. I, and I'm just speaking. Not necessarily, because that's why I say I didn't want to. Watch the whole right. video. You know what I'm saying? But because yeah, a dude breaks in your house, kills your daughter. Right. If it's still an if, I get it. There's a whole bunch of them. We can play if all day. Right. That's why. I, that's why I ain't go with the if. You know what I'm saying? Because people not really breaking in nobody's house and killing your daughter. Yeah, I think he might get desperate at breaking. Like I'm. I'm. I'm gonna <laughs> go down where you saying. I will say this. We 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 train that if if we have to if we have to pull a taser out. And use it. We encourage a disengagement to utilize a taser to help prevent a, a suspect from even better reaching. It's a range. It's a right. medium ranged weapon. It's not a. They have a close proximity option on it, but it's not as effective. Right. 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 So we it just do, hurts. It just hurts. Right. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not incapacitating. You up like the- and, and that's that's one of the things that we we stress to our officers that if we're gonna have to pull it out, then disengage. Right. If you're not going to disengage, utilize some other options. Right. If I can tase you, I can punch you. All right. Right? And it might look bad, but... We still alive. Right. <laughs> and, and, and the the other person doesn't have your taser. Right. Doesn't even right. have a chance to take right. your taser. Right. And, and that's, that's, you know, again, different agencies train differently. And, and look, we tell our guys all the time, I'm not telling you don't tase somebody up close because situations dictate sometimes you may have to. But if you have the option... It's always better to disengage and then go to a to a, to a taser option because right. I have that distance and it gives yeah. the taser the ability to work like it's designed to work. Right. Because you know? I seen a security guard hit a chick with one from a distance. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> did I laugh? But I felt sorry when she got back up. Oh, man, it looked like she got hit. <laughs> with a Tyson punch, what is going on? I'm like, oh my god. It's an incapacitating uh, uh, device, man. You know? I'm like, oh my god, boy, when she got up, she wouldn't try to get nowhere near that security guard. She was bagging up on her ass. They had that one in, uh, I don't know if it was on TikTok or Facebook. But don't taste me, bro. No, no, no. It was, uh, uh, was it, it was a, a person in, uh, I say Walmart, it was a department store being completely just. I read just wouldn't leave, you know, and the guy was like, I'm telling you, man, I, I'm, I'm not going to put my hands on you. This is the last time. And he's like, I'm going to tase you. And he had his taser out. Now, I don't know if it was a security guard or a cop. Like, I doesn't know. say. <laughs> but she just kept walking. She says, man, this is your last warning. I'm going to tase you. And she turned around and, and she kind of just made a gesture like she like, fuck you kind of thing. Right. And he, pow, he hit her. 
Dude, she hit that clothes rack and it was like a domino effect. <laughs> Is that a recent video? I mean, I just saw it like day before yesterday. Oh, yeah, she had a knife. Oh, yeah. all right. Yeah. She had a knife. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't care. It, it was right. that taser definitely oh, it did was his job. Yeah. Like, right. Just like took all the life yeah. out of him instantly. I say, Jesus. God, if somebody ever says, I got to tell you, I, you, send a dog on me. Don't tase me. No, 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 dog. no, but you know, <laughs> no, hit me with the taser because I'm watching these people get up in 30 seconds or yeah. less. That dog tassel is going to be about a 30 to 2 minutes. <laughs> so I, I don't want those I dogs. I will say on. this, bro. Like, because I've, I've been tased. I've been bit by the dog. I've been pepper sprayed. You've been tased, pronged, like yes, shot tased, yes, or like yes. with the whole like prongs in, having to pop them out, like the mm. whole yeah. Um, the taser is probably the most effective one as far as just completely shutting you, you down. You can't. I mean, you can't. I mean, it, it's, I it's like a. Do, it's like a. Um, the best way I can describe it is it's like having a muscle cramp, like a very severe muscle cramp, head to toe, in every muscle <laughs> in your body. Like I'm talking your eyeball muscles, like, like Charlie Hawks, head to toe, head to toe, <laughs> and it hurts a lot. But five seconds is over. You're a little sore. For the muscles, that, that's the first time I've ever been worked out. <laughs> so you're, you're a little sore afterwards, but it's not like tase me over pepper spray, 100%. Really? That that pepper spray lingers. For me, it was 45 minutes before oh. I could open my eyes. See, so I had it happen to me in the service. And like standing in the line watching people do it, you're thinking, man, you should get this shit, man. Because all you got to say is your name, your rank, right. and where you're from, right? So that's Preferably maybe two to three seconds, depending on who you is. So standing in that line and you just watching people do it, bam, and they just dying out. And you like, man, these people weak. Man, well, it wasn't really pepper spray. We was in the gas chamber. So I'm when I took mine off, too. oh, I instantly threw up snot oh, yeah, up, Man, I'm running straight for the door. Drill so, so say, you ain't say nothing, man. Let me out of here. That's all I know. I can't say nothing. So, oh, my God, bro. So for the pepper spray with us, bro. Oh, I probably had snot to my shoes, <laughs> and it was still connected to my nose. They they spray you like in a Z pattern, like they they go across the top of your eyes, across where they meet, mouth, huh? down under your nose, oh. and back up. And you got to stand there, you got to blink three times to so make sure it's nice and good in the eyes. Then you got to fight, like you got to go fight one suspect, disengage, fight another one, disengage, fight one, take them down, call for backup, and then 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 the fun starts, right? Where, like you said, I, you got snot down to your ankles. Like it's, it's horrible. You can't open your eyes. Like you, you might, you might kind of be able to blink them a little bit. And so it, yeah, it locks up. You really sense it everywhere like you it's, go. It's Cody and I lived together for a short time when he was in the academy, and I remember he when he got his pepper spray, he sprayed that shit in the bathroom. I oh, yeah. remember that. Yeah. And I, I wanted to kick his ass. He couldn't go to the bathroom for like. I was like, I opened up like. He was like, Yeah, I didn't mean to. I was just, and I was like. You couldn't, and I'm yeah, like, right, no, right. that was my only experience of pepper spray, and I'm like, that's enough. I don't like. And look, so they 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 took us once our eyes were open and we were able to see, and, and you know, you got maybe maybe like an hour or whatever. We kind of able to. Right. They threw us in the gas chamber. And they they put them damn gas canisters in there, and we didn't have no gas masks. Yeah, right. <laughs> so y'all uh, straight getting it. Bro, I threw up twice in that damn thing, and then and they, you know, because it made us stay in for like 30, 45 seconds. I feel like. Two days. Oh, yes. You know? <laughs> yes. And, it, and it, look, when it, when it hits you, all that pepper spray you had, all that stuff reactivating, it's all, oh, bro, it was miserable. But it's That's what instantly locked up, man. Yeah, how do people fight that? Like, you see these videos. You, these can still, you can still bam, fight. Bam, nailed and taken. Oh, no, no, the taser. So this is, this is, there's a few things. A, it's, it's, it's an electronic device. So. It can fail. It can fail. That, it's, it's a left, less than lethal option. Um, I mean, people fall out of airplanes and live, right? Like, sure. it just. 
So it's not 100%, but sometimes it's it's bad maintenance on it, right? Sometimes it's it's a faulty taser. No sometimes charge. sometimes no it's, right. It's the it's the dart placement, right? So the higher the spread, the more electricity has to travel to go through it, the more incapacitation you get. Um, depends on the person's body makeup. So if you have a higher muscle content, it's going to be more effective on you than, than if you're just a big blob, right? Um, so all, all those things matter. Um, the type of clothing you're wearing. Now, taser technology's come a long way where um, the, the electrical currents penetrate further now. So like it used to be when they first came out, you wear those big starter jackets. When you want to. Rolling a dice, bro. Now, the, the freaking the, the electricity itself shoots out like that far. You know, so it, it penetrates a lot higher levels of clothing now. It penetrates most body armors. Um, sure. You know, so it, it and not the darts. The darts are only you know, but it's the electric current that shoots out, out of it. And then once it connects, all it's, it's it, yeah, it's all over. But the but the funky chicken dance, you know, right? Like it sucks, bro. It sucks. I never want to feel that. No, me neither. Like that's a, it's it's a very unique feeling. It really is. <laughs> yeah, so it's licking a nine volt, but I'll take licking right. a nine. Right. Volt. <laughs> Yeah. And that was weird after a while. Right. <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna mess with that no more. <laughs> yeah, it it, uh, it sucks. Yeah, it I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to experience. That's why I don't understand when people say, "I'm gonna tase you." How are you gonna? Stop? I'm laying on the ground. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, and right. most and most people do. Yeah, you I know. know. Um, if you're standing at Walmart with a knife and arguing with a cop, you're probably not in the, in the best mental state right. that you've been in, yeah. in your life. So you're not making the best decisions at that point. You know, so I mean, you would think sense. you would think that if I pull a taser out, that you, you, but you're trying to rationalize an irrational mind, Correct. you know, and, and that those that just doesn't mix, right? Uh, but I mean, that's I don't want to say most, but that maybe it is most of the bad things that happen in your world is because of that. Would you say that? What you mean? Like most of the things that go south, tasers or any kind of you know things that happen in those natures is probably because most of those people are yeah, mentally, you know, yeah, a, a mixture, a mixture of narcotics. Uh, well, that's, that's what I mean. Like emotions it's, it's, and, and, and mental status. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm it's always rooting for mental status. I think in certain situations, people just black out. A lot of times it's a combination of, of all three or, yeah, or one yeah. or two. You know, you may have a highly emotional mental person, you know, that's, that's not, on drugs. That's never a good mix. And then <laughs> you a have a highly right? emotional Mental person that that's self medicating with, with narcotics, and that's you know that's a recipe for for heartbreak, you know. Yeah, that's never a, no way that it ends well. Right. Not not you not know? in most cases, you know. I mean, there's you, you you can as as the narcotics start to wear off, and, and you know as, as you kind of build rapport with them, you know sometimes you can you can talk them down and get them at least understanding enough to to want to see tomorrow kind of thing. So it just, like I said, it's just, it's, it's tragic, man. It, it really is. is. I know we were talking too, I'll kind of start winding this one down a little bit, but we were talking before we started recording and I've kind of purposely distanced myself from getting into rabbit holes on the social media and stuff and started reading more and uh, kind of want to challenge us as a group to do the same thing. Not necessarily pull off social media or anything, but just, you know, get Get yourself out of a comfort zone. Cody and I talked about this in the past about, you know, watching things. And so, Tori brought up one of our first episodes about watching. Um, you gave us a movie to watch, and I, don't, I never watched it. I forgot the name of the, uh, what it was. the movie. I'm going I'm to remind because I think I started watching movies again. I know it was something. Was it? 
Harriet Tubman movie? No, it was. Uh, I I remember the the premise of it. There was a um, it was a guy that his his a member of his family was killed by a police department, killed by a cop, and they kind of was trying to be vigilantes, right? Like he was, he was injustice. Oh killed. yeah, what it was. Oh, what someone where they took over a police department or something. Yeah, like that. the one yeah. where he took over the police station and he just wanted the cop to actually say that he was sorry and. Like from the jump, I'm like, oh, he ain't gonna make it out no matter what happens. No, you know, even if he don't, and what actually happened at the end, the cop that actually killed his son was like, man, he was wrong. He was scared. You know what I'm saying? And he shouldn't have never done it, but he ain't know what to do. And the guy actually had the gun, and he said, all right, for that sentence, you you die. And he walked up to him and he pulled the trigger. It ain't have no bullet in it. And he told him, I never wanted you to die. I just wanted you to see how we live every day. And the bad part about it, so he said, man, I, I care about you for that. And I'm sorry I took your kid. And if, I know this can't bring him back. But if we leave out of here, would you mind letting me walk out in front of you? And I'm saying to myself, like, the sniper, the moment you make a move to the left or the right, the sniper going to hit him. And that's exactly what happened. So, you know, uh, I don't know. You gotta watch it. You know, I ain't watch it since because I felt like some, some of that stuff's Hollywood. It is Hollywood. Oh, sure. It is. But I, Cody, I get the, Cody, I get the message. Ain't the no message. man alive going to take over HPD or oh, no. Turbo no. Paris, hold cops hostage, and walk out there alive. I don't think it's happening uh, unless it's Coach Claymore. Come <laughs> <laughs> on. You know, I don't see it happening, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> anyway, but, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of, you know, and, and I'll tell you, three. I read three books this last month. Um, I was talking about one. One is um, it, it Takes What It Takes by Trevor Mowad. It's it's kind of a, um, just a positive thinking book, you know. They, they said, you know, they always said that his whole thing is that I can't prove that positive thinking works, but I we all know that negative thinking does, right? And that's what the ba- you know. That's a good point. He's Russell Wilson's mental coach. And what's his name again? Trevor Moad. And it's um, I mean he he's he's done he's coached Alabama. Yeah, I'm he's just putting been, it in my notes. He's so been mental, he's it. been a mental coach for Alabama through mm-hmm. most of their national championships. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been like I said he's he's Russell Wilson's coach like they call it, he's you know mental coach. Um, but his book is really good. Uh, and then just through searching through books that I want to read and kind of topics through our podcast two re- recommended to me um, was one was it's called Illogical. And it's by Emmanuel Acho. And he has wrote two books. And the other one is Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. And both of those books, I think, are what we talk about, right? But it comes from Emmanuel Acho. He played, he was an NFL player. Um, but he's Nigerian. So he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm a black American now. He said, but growing up. I didn't, you know, he, he's, his dad's a doctor. He grew up in an affluential area in Dallas, Texas. You know, he said until he got to college, when you know, <clears throat> didn't really see any of the stuff. People assumed that he had that life, but, he, you know, and then he didn't really realize until he was in college how, because then he was not in his affluential neighborhood in Dallas. He was right. 
just the black football player, and and he, and he goes on to that, and and he has, uh, I, I've, he has a podcast, and that's how it's, that's how I knew about the podcast. Um, it's called Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man, and he had a lot of, you know, he deals, uh, he talks to Matthew McConaughey in one episode. He you know, talks with biracial, um, like white families that adopt black kids, and kind of like, and then they have. He asks them some very uncomfortable questions, and they ask him some very uncomfortable questions, and he talks about all of those in the book. Uh, and it's both of them are really good reads. If if that you know, a lot of things made me uncomfortable, like just reading them, mm-hmm. going like, man, I don't think it's like that. But when you dive into it and you separate yourself, it, it, it I, I hope that it, it gives people a different position on what other people look at and how they look at them. Um, you know, they talk about white privilege a lot, and that's something that I, I've always been like, I ain't been privileged a day in my life. <laughs> but when you truly, it's kind of like the Black Lives Matter thing, you know, when you when you when you true when you hear people that support it and that believe in it, and you hear why they do and their explanation behind it, it's like, okay, you're right, I get it. But the the, the knee jerk reaction. Right. To white people that say Black Lives Matter, a lot of white people, why white lives don't? And I'm not saying they don't, you know. And until we've had the conversation right. and you hear it from other people, um, and I'm telling you, you have to separate yourself from the organization, separate yourself from, the, you know, the negative talks about it, and listen to what it means from that individual talking, about, like, like you know, when Emmanuel is talking about in the book. It, it for me, I was like, I can see how. And that's People all have an understanding, right? You know? And probably from our very first podcast, we always talked about that, and maybe that's probably how we got our name too. Is I I can't know what you're going through if I'm never amongst you. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm with black people all day. All we do is talk about black things. We're not thinking it's racist, you know what I'm saying? But if we put in a group of white people over here and we talk about what we're saying, it's exactly racist, you know? And vice versa. But we take it as uh, when we start taking racism, we bring it all the way back to slavery because that's where we come from with Read racism. You Read know what I'm saying? So he talks about this and breaks it down into a thing that he that, that he calls it when he breaks it down. It's called racial bias. It's like he, you know, he said because... White people call it like reverse racism. Well, technically, you can't have reverse racism if you look at the definition of racism. It's it's an oxymoron. You can't it can't happen, right? It's it's not systemic. Right. On on the reverse side. So, but white people and black people have racial bias. Correct. And some racial bias is completely understandable and acceptable, right? Like it, it's well, yeah, that's that's how you live. It doesn't mean it's wrong. Right. Some racial bias is. Completely it's wrong, racist and it, but it's not. Word. It's not racist. It's just how you view things because of your life and how you lived, and and that's when the conversations need to happen. You know, it, it doesn't. You know, because how you know you grew up, or I grew up, or Tori grew up. Like none of us in this room are racist, but we all have racial bias. There's always something that you have thought in your life that. Was like, well, that was a white person thing. That's a black person thing. It doesn't mean you're racist, right? And, and it's okay to have it's subcultural. You know, yeah, you actually yes. giving something to uh, not, a certain culture. Yeah, that's you know not what about I'm race; it's about culture. Right. Yeah. There's a difference there. Well, it is because I tell you, I mean, just employees. Like, I tell people, like, it's not, it's not a cultural thing. It's how you grew up, and it's 
You know, like we do certain things. It is. Just because you're black don't mean you have the same culture. Well, no. It like, doesn't. Just because you're white don't mean you have no, the same No, but that's culture. racial. But the, but There's a difference between racial point. and cultural. That's my point. That's what I'm saying. You, you can you can, you can can put a white person culturally in, in, in and I'm using air quotes here, a, 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 a black cultural environment, and that's going to be their culture. It's not It's not a racial For instance, like when we say... I know they kind of get cool intertwined yeah. mixed You know up, what you know? I'm saying? Like, black people pretty much hate cool slop, but we only known it from either our white friends that had it or a restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're never going to go to a black house and say, hey, you got some cool slaw in there? Because it's highly rarely we're going to have it. Even the stuff to make it, like, and it might be just lettuce and some oh, other you, stuff, you know? I don't but know. I never had cold slaw. And I'm not saying the only time we, we ever saw coleslaw is in the Popeyes. <laughs> we yeah, they make them. My family does. They call them slaw dogs. They put coleslaw on top of a hot dog. Yeah. Right. I don't eat it. Right. But, you know, but it is we never grew is. up with cold. Like I wasn't like yeah. when Thanksgiving come around and we start having the social media dish. That's a dish that black folk tease. Like, hey, don't bring no coleslaw to my house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's racist, but it's not a. Uh, it's not. It's a biased. It's not, it's <laughs> it's not, not one that make you feel like I got to hit you with the whip, or you no. got to hit with the whip, or you got to run from the person with the whip. And I, I take again, I take those things in good fun. Bro. Yeah, like, and that's all it is. is like good if fun. I'm coming to your house, you like say, bro, don't we bring no damn coleslaw. Right. <laughs> like I'm laughing at that. I'm right. not. I'm not offended. I'm not offended at all. But you know, and that's what we were saying. Like some, the bias in a lot of things is just who you around yep. you know and until you actually around some other people and could see because for instance and don't take this wrong either like when something go wrong in the black culture we all go on facebook and say that's why we can't get nowhere you don't see no white people doing this how many white people you know how many white people you got on your social media feed none no all right then so stop saying that that's the same reason why we don't talk about women on our show because we ain't got no women in here you know what I'm saying? So our opinion would strongly just be biased from a man's a man's point of view versus having women in here to say, oh well, no, we don't act like that because you think this, Tori. We act like this because it is same thing. So. You need to get some women on this show because there's a whole lot of equality conversations that I would love to have, but I feel like we can't have them just with us. <laughs> right. Like it's not right. right. You know All what? Right. What are you shaking your head for? You don't uh, want to have those conversations? It's going to be a long day. Hey, man, but hey, that's the part of the podcast, right? It's going to be a long day. So we need I to find us so. an Asian, an African-American, and a Caucasian lady. Because they're all different. You're right. We can't we have, have, start, have... We have to start with just one lady. Then we're going to get in trouble if we start with one lady. We're going to be male chauvinist pigs because we're just going to be pouncing on one lady. I don't pounce, man. That's y'all, y'all be pouncing. Oh, yeah, so I just want to. If we need to get back in the as we get back in the routine of, of this, I want to get back into challenging everybody to you know get uncomfortable and, right. and let's grow and let's watch things and listen to things yeah. and read things that you, you know. I like looking at books, you know, side of things. Man. I know that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, I'm gonna read um, these books, but you're a year past with the, that movie, though. But the oh, I know. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't. I didn't. Well, so the thing is, I went to watch it. I actually pulled it up. Um, I think because it wasn't on Netflix. I think it was on Amazon Prime. I was like going to rent it. And I, I gave actually, you a fire stick that got a little app on it where you can I pull know. up any movie. So stop going to Amazon. I got and it. all that. Just go to the. Type it in. It's gonna come up. 
Yeah. And so then I went out. to, and my daughter was like, what you watching? And I was like, oh, you can't watch this. <laughs> like, yes, you can't look, watch it, though. That's, that's part of my, and it's nothing to do, it's just violence. And that kind that's of how it was, because it was like straight off just... But like, like about I got the kids these days are not being censored like we were censored. Yeah, but I censored mine. I, yeah, I but like, it's funny because I got a big ass TV in my living room that'll have like Baby Shark on that son bitch, and I'm watching my shit on my little phone. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Pay all that I money for TV so my, so my kids can watch it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, she, she's ten. Oh no, yeah. she ain't. So, yeah, 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 I'm like no. no. Now, if my oldest was, was oldest watching, daughter, like Jake's yeah. come watching, he would be like, "Yeah, I, I you know, yeah. that way it wouldn't." But ten, uh, yeah, she's they need that. Yeah, no. so I was like, "No, we I'm gonna have to wait." And then we, I talked about it with Cody a couple weeks later, and then me and Kim were like, "We gotta watch that show," and, and we just never, went, you know, life happened, and we never life watched. Life happens, it, life, and it goes fast oh, when you think you could do simple stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I know this is uh, try not to. Yeah, man, I'm already getting texts. Yeah, I know. Everybody <laughs> is. So yeah, again, I'm gonna um if y'all know something, get back in in our in our group, in our text chat and be like, Hey, if you see something, you know, like right. Cody sent me that video. Um I wasn't even sure if we what everybody was doing this weekend, so I know we Yeah, we kinda threw this one together because yeah. well, I'm gonna call every other weekend now since it's not three of us, so and last week I was on call. I thought it was going to be something smooth, but my boss, I woke up to an email with so much stuff I had to get done. Right. I knew I wasn't going to be able to sit here that. and concentrate. So, Well, we got some new equipment up. coming in, so a good thing is, is that with the new mixer board we got coming, we can patch in phone calls. So that would be... That's cool. Yeah, yeah that, that was one cool. of the biggest. I was like, you know... That's pretty cool. I've, we've messaged guests over, you know, people that were like, hey, I... I don't know, because we do this early Saturday morning, so everybody who don't know. Right. Um, and a lot of people can't get here right, 6.30 right. on a Saturday right. morning, 7 right. o'clock on a Saturday morning. Um, so even if we could interview and patch in questions, and you, yeah, know, yeah. There's, you know, so we we trying to get a little better. Um, it. And it's, it's going to help with, with, you know, better technologies. Right. Now that Brennan is going to be on board and I can pass off some of this uh, yeah. production stuff to him and be like, hey, figure it out. So, Brennan, pull up, pull up our next guest. Yeah. Well, that's the cool thing. So, we can pre-record, like on a new thing, you can pre-record things. And just hit the button. Oh, that's and cool, it's going to patch yeah. everything in. It's going to end less edit time because it's already going to be patched in. Right. After. Well, we're moving up like George and Weezy over there. So, just time, man. You know, great things happen over time. <laughs> yeah. Or with money. Time or money. Yeah. Time, time happens. Time or money. But, but when you take 20 vacations a year, we know you got the money. Go. <laughs> now, the time might be a different thing. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't buy time, but I can always make more money. Right. You right. know, and that's, that's the frustrating everybody, you know, in business where there's like, you know, if I only had, I'm like, I can, pro- I can, if you're willing to do it, I can show you right now, this week, how you can make $1,000. But nobody does it. And everybody, well, I need this. I, I need an investor. No. All right. Well, do this and make five grand, and I'll triple invest whatever you raise. In I got five week. grand. You know, it's like, well, what you want to do? If you go triple it, I will give it to you. All right. We all talk, talk about that all fair. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, again, I, I want us to uh, come up with something and, and, and challenge each other, and we'll make that. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of a public challenge to uh, expand our Give horizons. Give us a date, Brandon, the same with you. Give a follow-up. 
see something, read something, and you know, throw it in our group and be like, hey, you know, this is something we need to talk about, and we'll educate ourselves. And I promise you, our next podcast coming will be well more organized, and and yeah. you know, we'll have more talking we, points. I mean, we can just, we can take these for short short videos too. Yeah, for you know, sure. That's something else I was talking to Cody last week, and Tori, I'll do it to you, and we'll put it on air. Is that we need to start doing even short little. Two minute and videos each other. Like, hey, send me a video. Make if you got something going on, make a video, send it to me. We we can edit yeah, put our stuff on it. And um you know, it it'll help keep our Facebook and Instagram and all that kind of YouTube kind of active between right. episodes and all that stuff. So I'm gonna be a little bit more active. So if I go to kind of events and stuff like that, I'll start recording a little few events and give yeah. my perception a vlog, of it, yeah, man. Sure. Yeah, yeah, do a vlog. That's a great idea. That way we could actually come down, sit down, look at it and be like, So Tori, you went to an AAU game and you saw some coaching tips and maybe this happened, how the parents reacted in the situation. Right. You know? And that'll be cool, like Hey, this is where our AU system seems to be transitioning to a lot. Like I seen a video where people actually beat up the referee at an AAU game. You know what That's I'm crazy, saying, bro? That's <laughs> you crazy. know, like That's crazy. Wow. I mean, like beat him too. Like beat him. Like multiple people beat him, That's you know? Horrible. And then we got to get to these videos where in my culture Multiple people are showing up at events to, to pounce on one person. Like, I seen something in New Iberia where, like, five to six girls went jumped on this one female over some social over social media conversation, you know? And I'm real happy that they charged them with attempted murder. Really? Yeah. That was just one of the charges. but it, And they're probably not going to get the attempted murder, but it's just to set precedent for everything else. But man, yeah, because me growing up, I cringed at watching people get jumped on by masses. Like, I would be like, I wouldn't even blame that person if they had a gun and they just came up shooting in that situation. You know what I'm saying? Because one wrong kick to the head, oh, to yeah. the stomach, yeah, or anything, and they did. Right? And then Absolutely. you're going to say, oh, I ain't really want to do that. What you mean? Like, what's, what's, what's sensible about five people jumping on one person? Uh-huh. Nothing at all. That, that's that's a that's a coward. Uh, it's a fear. It's right. It's it's a fear of getting beat up or, or you know it just yeah. That, that's a whole. We can we can talk about right that next right. Week and that's, that's a whole, whole reason why I ain't do right. too much because I just wanted to feel where we was at. No, I'm, and I'm, I know yeah. it's yeah. been a while and we'll be here forever. So I can you know. talk on that forever. Bro. Yeah, for sure. All right. So well, yeah. So we'll wrap it up with you. Well, y'all know my stance, guys. Uh, we back. We still want the love. We showed a little vet vigilantiness today, man. Cody, oh, my brother, don't touch them women, man. All the kids, all them kids, leave them alone. Shoot, yes, but, man. Y'all just keep the love, and hopefully this year we'll be a whole lot better with our yeah. topics, our interactions. Yeah, we're gonna grow. We'll continue to grow. For sure. What you got, Cody? Uh nothing, man. Just uh, I'm excited to be back and recording, and, and um. You know, looking forward to the future of, of, of the podcast and, and you know as we get on a, on a more uh, uh, consistent schedule and, and those type of things you know I mean I'm excited to see the growth and, and see how things go from here you know that's it me too and again I always appreciate you guys and doing this oh yeah I love uh, you guys man. I enjoy it I honestly don't want to get up this early on a Saturday morning oh. 
but I, I look old, forward man. to it, man. Like I do. Like I almost like I wake up now on Saturday morning, like I do on Monday morning. Yep. You know, because um, I mean I enjoy going to work. So Monday yeah. mornings are great for me. Like I ain't. <laughs> I don't enjoy going to work. That's the so. sound. That's the <laughs> enjoy going to work is for rich people. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> so anyway, we'll wrap it up. And uh, again, like, follow, share, subscribe. Keep us going. We appreciate our love and support. Remember, the divide is not so wide. <laughs>